I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 8, 2023. We are coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and forget your coronation. Forget the big news of the year. We've got a new team in Tassie. There is a big event just around the corner. On our right, Adam Rosenbachs. I got to say, Michael, I think people have just been um, ignoring this for far too long. We knew it was coming. It was around the corner and junk timers around the world will be delighted to know that it is the impending birthday celebration, the 60th no less, of one Warwick the Wiz Warwick Kappa is to celebrate his 60th birthday. And there was an article uh, in the Herald Sun about it. So Jack Epstein, one of the kind of gossip column writers, uh, penned this little tome about um, Warwick and his 60th birthday. And it's almost like, it's almost like Warwick had drip-fed her the information for this particular party. But, you know, I'm sure she asked the hard questions and Warwick just buckled on the immense stress of being, you know, grilled about this elaborate party. I am actually surprised that Jackie actually managed to to capture yeah. the elusive media mm. performer that Warwick Capper is. I mean, over the journey, we were lucky enough... What in 2020 in May for the junk summers out there who don't know you can, uh, we did a a, a Zoom show in yes. um, in the first couple of months of COVID I suppose um, we uh Kappa put out there that he was available for virtual sportsman's nights and we thought we'd take the gamble <laughs> 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 and do a live show with the Wiz on mm. Zoom and um. I what do you reckon? What would you put the ratio down? Having looked back on it, the ratio to Good actual footy knowledge and stories to absolute bonkersville Warwick Kappa. I found 30, 70? Well, I found well, I, oh, well, we might as well tell the tale. Like, um, in the build up to the show, we were kind of like, you know, what do we do? Like, he kind of talked about it being a sportsman's night, and we we're like, do you have an act? Like, how do you want to yep. play it? And he came back to me regularly with like, no, nah, mate, it's okay. I just put the money in the account. It's like, no, Warwick, <laughs> <laughs> like Warwick, no, like. How do you want to play this? Like, you know, do you want us yeah. to kind of tee you up for stories? So I think after about two minutes, we realised it was going to be an interview and Warwick was like, you know, kind of doing the gig while waiting for people to show up at his house to have a party <laughs> on a Saturday night. Yeah. But I found that when he dropped the mask that he was actually, you kind of got to the real capper. If there is a real capper. But I actually oh, found, really? like, when there were moments when, like, we talked about Tom Hafey and the like, when he actually kind of dropped the act and he wasn't doing, like, I've got a two-inch penis two inches from the ground. Like, yeah. he actually kind of came across quite well, I thought. 
No, I completely agree uh, that when he did talk footy and we and we and I think we asked him questions that he was kind of surprised at because I reckon most of the sportsman's night he does, he ends up in a spa. Yeah. And so this is the <laughs> first time that we we're asking him legit questions that weren't about who have you had sex with. And he was kind of like taken aback because it was like, oh, these people are actually treating my football career with the respect that it probably does deserve when you look back For on sure. it. For sure. And actually in the build-up when I was like doing research and kind of preparing in the case that he didn't have an act <laughs> to do on Zoom yep. and watching his highlights reel, it was actually quite remarkable and incredible. Um, but we did also leave with the famous words, mm. I love you like a brother, but I am from Tasmania. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. How many times would he have wheeled that out after the announcement of the 19th team? He would have just been <laughs> sitting there in the pub just going, oh, this is fucking, this is Kappa time. <laughs> I think that's the act with the Warner Brothers uh, kerfuffle uh, with the trademark yep. for the Tasmanian Devils. I think that's mm. actually now the Tasmanian Devils catchphrase. I love you <laughs> like a brother. <laughs> As he's spinning around, but I'm from Tasmania. So it says here that the legendary larrikin will step out in a pink and leopard skin outfit. Now, firstly, is that a big deal? Like, is that is that a dress-up for Warwick? Like, Do you need to you add the word leopard skin there? Yeah, <laughs> like, we you know you're wearing assume. leopard skin, mate. You just assume. Uh, for the July party at the... And this is what I love about it. He's just giving away all the details. Mm. So it's at the Pier Hotel in Port Melbourne. Now, have you been to the Pier? I actually don't think I've been to the Pier before. Uh, it's not for I don't really go to Port Melbourne. It's not kind of one of those uh, areas. It's an area that you have to go to. It's not like on the way to anything. There's sort of nothing around it. And there's no, like, that I know of any footy-watching pubs that you would be around in Port Melbourne. So the answer is no. I don't believe I've been to the Pier Hotel. I'm just looking it up now. Port Melbourne, yeah, not really my neck of the woods, I must say. Um, I mean, obviously, I go there to get all my vaccines at the top of a pub from Ricky Nixon. That is a different thing. That's where my... Uh, quote, doctor is. But yep. apart from that, I, don't, I rarely go to the Pier Hotel because the Pier Hotel doesn't do COVID or flu vaccination. So why would I go there? Um, all I can say, if it's got Warwick Kappa for his 60th, we know it's one of Melbourne's elite venues. <laughs> this is a very good point. Now, you think it's just going to be the whiz would be enough to get, uh, yeah. you know, the, the who's who of Melbourne's uh, yeah. celebrities there. But here's engaged, and uh, this is in no particular order except it is, uh, Shannon Knoll, uh-huh. Boom Crash Opera, Taxi Ride, and Brian Mannix is going to perform on the night as well. Brian Mannix, how did they get? How did they get Brian Mannix? Like he wasn't wasn't Warwick on the boat with Brian Mannix? The boat with Brian Mannix. What's the boat story? Weren't they on a boat together and then Brian Mannix got bitten by a shark? Oh fuck. <laughs> Weren't they on Sam Newman's <laughs> boat and he got bitten by a shark? I'm I think that's sure. a fever dream you had a long time. Brian no, Mannix was, no. wasn't Brian Mannix like the voice of the G for a while? Uh, uh, oh, I thought that was Stig Weymus or whatever. Yeah, it was Stig, and then it was um, James Cherry, I think it was, and then okay. I think Brian Mannix did for a little bit, and then um, the Shebexter. Tony Shebeki did it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's been a lustrous um, number, and Shebek. Star was also the father of Watermelon Kid. Yes, the kid who was feverishly eating a watermelon at the Big Bash and was famously <laughs> splashed everywhere as he tore through it. Um, how, it would be a great gig to be the voice of the G, wouldn't it? Although although you would have to be there for every game. That would be the only downside to it. But yeah, for free, sure. 
free footy and then you just got to hype up like your fucking North Melbourne versus Freo on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's 15 goals apart at three-quarter time, but it could be anyone's game. Give us a yell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that would be fucking hard work by the end of it. You just, a couple of froths deep. You're like, oh, this is fucked. And it just echoes around an empty ground. <laughs> But what I love, so they say that uh, Warwick has invited 300 guests as a part of the article. Now, what I love when they drop an article is you just, you know, the level of the man or the person that they are talking about when you have a look at the photos that they always run with. And this particular article has one Warwick on a boat with what looks to be maybe a Corona, but he's pretending to drive the boat. So it's probably uh, Sam Newman's boat. And it says picture Facebook is where it's sourced. The oh. other one, the other one is Warwick holding up his T-shirt so you can see his kind of abs and a and a like a a scar down the middle where he had his appendix taken out, uh, and it says picture supplied. So Warwick <laughs> Warwick has given them this picture as a fucking hot shot of look at my fucking rig. So they're like, was can we get some pictures of you? Yeah. And, uh, even though like we're a newspaper and we actually have access to this kind of stuff, we have photographers taking photos yes. of you for yeah. what? Let me think about like forty years now. Yeah. Um, but can you, <laughs> on the off chance, the person in the You've library can't provide one? Can you send one through? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, sure, mate. Um, uh, what I'm going to do? I'm going to send her a photo of me and uh, clearly um having a big night and uh, I'm uh, going to be holding up my rig, <laughs> showing my rig, uh, holding up a black t-shirt with uh what appear to be. Appear to be abs, but abs I've never seen before in my entire life. <laughs> no, they're very wide, aren't they? They're almost like a tortoise shell. So, to the guest list, Michael. Now, this is where it just is the absolute creme de la creme, creme, de la creme of Melbourne yeah. society. Yeah. Uh, so, they include, of course, the one and only Ricky Nixon, mm-hmm. as you would expect. Sam Newman is going along. Wayne Carey. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple that surprised me here. Uh, Anthony Kudafides. Friend of the show. Uh, Matthew Richardson is going to be heading along, and David Reese Jones, who I imagine they might have been teammates for a little while, and then probably played against each other. They probably crossed over very, very quickly, I reckon. And then Kappa said that his old mate Mark Jacko Jackson won't be there. Yep. And in Kappa's words, I've sacked him. He scares all the kids away, and would give an Aspro a headache. <laughs> Give an Astro a headache. That is some good gear. And also, probably for the fact that he uh, possibly wants to kill Warwick is mainly the reason that he's not invited to the 60th. Well, I'm trying to think out. What would be the reason for the falling out? Why Jacko can't be at the um, the alumni of the um, 60th birthday party? What do you What do you have to do to get, to get Warwick's ire? Apart from, I don't know, what? use a four-syllable word. <laughs> I don't know if he has... Warwick's ire or Warwick doesn't wish him to be there for his own safety. Did they not do the tour with uh, Mark Chopper Reed? The yeah, three I of think them? they did Chopper Reed. Um, and then Warwick wanted to be the mayor of the Gold Coast and Jacko was going to be campaign manager. This oh like God, about, I don't know this story. It's about 2009 or so. And it was all kind of like, you know, funny games. And like Warwick was like campaigning. It's like being a meter mate. And I think I read an article recently. Was he wearing pink and leopard skin? No, uh, it was like the gold shorts and the and yep. the long blonde locks. Um, but um, they, I think Kappa tried to actually apply to be in the election, but they applied too late. Therefore, he couldn't get on the on the ballot. Uh, yeah, that's the only reason. He's not the. <laughs> that's gold literally coast. the only reason why yeah. Warwick Kappa uh, doesn't have a political career right now. So they go. He goes on to say, uh, Warwick says, "I'll put 10k on the bar." 
and it'll probably be the last party I'll have before I die. Which is, you know, it's sad to think that there could be a world without a Warwick Kappa in it. But he says, I had my appendix burst two years ago and almost died, but I'm good now. But that sounds like you're fine then, Warwick. Why are you, yeah, why I don't so understand negative, what mate? he's saying there. Hey, I don't know what he's... Hey, Warwick, open up. Go yeah. get a bit of therapy. Like, yep. talk about your fears of demons. Does also 10 grand feel a bit low for a party like this? Like, I Well, mean, if there's 300 people, so what's that? Say $33 per person. Oh, yeah. good math. Is that correct math? Uh, that would be about right. So, yeah, that would be about right. Yeah, $33 per person. So that's getting you. If you get there early and fucking hell, you are getting there bang on time for a Warwick Kappa 60th. You are getting at max, say, if you're trying to round it up because you got there early, you may be getting yourself four schooners Yeah. if you're quick to it and then the money's fucking gone and then it's a free-for-all. Because someone brought up, but also, I mean, I look at some of the campaigners out there. Like, I mean... Yeah, I figure like Ricky Nixon's probably not doing Flash, and so he'd be just like, "Hey, can I'm I'm there before the doors are open <laughs> to get my money." <laughs> I'm work. helping. I'm helping set up. I'm blowing up the. Six. But I'm actually curious about this. Like, what what do you put on the bar, and what don't you put on the bar? I've not had a birthday party for a long, long time. But a friend of mine brought up um, your fortieth uh, the other day, yeah. And happy birthday to Adam during the week. All the junk timers get around him. Happy thank birthday you. for uh, Tuesday. Um, yep, thank you. But. Uh, what did you what what you have put on the bar for your fortieth? Like, what's an appropriate amount? Uh, that is an excellent question. I reckon I put like a couple of thousand dollars. So that, you know, the first couple of hours are kind of covered, I yep. think. But you only put like you know beer and basic sort of uh, beer and wine. I don't. If you go spirits, you're fucking blowing that out instantly because people yeah, sure. people go cocoa bananas. Yeah, you know? it's like I reckon that's where that's what kills weddings. Oh, I don't think I've been on a been to a wedding where they have spirits. I don't think. Oh, I've been to many a wedding where they have spirits. My oh, friend. sheesh, dude! Yeah. Oh, one, no. that, one that was at uh, one that was at your um, alma mater, Xavier. I went to an actual wedding at the chapel there at, at Xavier College, and the reception post that one was uh, was pretty fucking good. Oh, dude, you're fucking asking for trouble if you got fucking spirits on the fucking menu. Yeah. Well. You're either asking for trouble or you just go, hey, we can fucking afford this. People go, <laughs> you people go for your life. This is going to take. This is going to put a dint in our family's, uh, you know, heritage. Yeah, sure, sure. I had a friend years ago, and the wedding was in South Africa. So a whole bunch of people from Australia went to South Africa, rock up to the wedding. Like, a, like majority of people had travelled, and then. Uh, bingo, bingo! Had to pay for your own drinks, and they were like, oh, "Get that fucked." Is, that is bullshit. <laughs> that is bullshit. Did had anyone uh, d- had you guys? Because you know, say they say your presence is our is our present. Did you just did? Were there people who bought presents and then realised? Oh yeah, like I wasn't one of the people. Like it was a mate of mine who went over there. Right. But um, but yeah, like gen- I uh, generally I kind of my vibe is like if I've got to go well out of my way, like. You're not getting a gift, mate. But also, Absolutely. like, how many people after the wedding are kind of going like, oh, my God, I can't believe the amazing gifts. Like, I feel like the gifts are kind of like an afterthought. Yeah, I know. yeah, but if, I mean, going going to South Africa, that's not, like, okay, Bali, you go, all right, that's like a $800 trip. It's, you know, six hours away. But fucking South Africa is a long haul. Yeah. That's like a commitment. And that deserves at least a fucking beer. Yeah, but like, and also the worst thing about going to the wedding in South Africa is that they made you do a Tucker trial, so you had to get a zebra <laughs> penis. <laughs> so back to the Wizards party, he says, he says the theme is just being sexual like me. Uh-huh. I I only look thirty nine. Yep. I've done my eyes and had a bit of Botox. I'm a very attractive man, 
And here he goes. This yep. is a quote that's a, nice a bit one. surprising. He goes, I'm more popular than Wayne Carey. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, Wiz, I don't know if you've read <laughs> a lot in the media over the last few years about the duck, but he's not at the top of everyone's list. Yeah, Wiz, Wiz where, where have you been since about uh, <laughs> 2001? <laughs> yeah. He's like, mate, everyone loves the duck. He's giving me a speech. The duck's coming, everybody. They're like, Wayne Carey? Yeah. And he's, he's bringing his own crushed up anti-inflammatories. It's a very funny person to compare yourself to. Yeah, look, you know, I'm just, I'm just you know, I'm, you know that person like a healthy majority of people have no regard for? Well, yeah. guess what? I'm better than him. Mate, mate, I'm as likable as fucking Hitler. This is going to be one hell of a party. Mate, he's got one bag of inflammatories. I've got two bags of anti-inflammatories. It's all fine. I'm ready to go. And how's this, mate? Kappa, you, you know, it's a, it's a milestone to, to celebrate. He's already treated himself as to for getting to 60 years of age. He's gotten a tiger tattoo on his arm. Now, if I remember correctly, I feel like he had a few tattoos when we did the show with him that I hadn't seen before. I yep. feel he has a few on his arm now. And I wonder what the tiger is the, the metaphor for. Like, you know, you want to have a tattoo that has some kind of meaning. And what... It, I imagine it's not kind of a bedroom-based thing or something like that. Why wouldn't he get a leopard? The motherfucker wears leopard all the time. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> That's actually a very good point. He probably thinks he's got a leopard, but with one of those long, thin, striped leopards. And I like this one as well. Um, his birthday is in June, but he won't celebrate until a month later because he is appearing in the new series of Ten's Amazing Race with his son, Indiana, 29. So Amazing Race. I imagine it's like a celebrity version of Amazing Race. or Unless they have like a whole group of, you know, regular people. And yeah. then it's like, and then <laughs> Warwick and Son. Yeah. yeah. So Warwick traveling around the world, um, asking for directions and <laughs> going to English speaking countries where they go, mate. I can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> What's Tasmania? Why is he? Is that your brother or <laughs> is that your, your brother. brother or not? I thought it was your son. Why are you bringing up your two-inch penis, mate, all the time? Yeah. So anyway, junk timers, I would heavily suggest that uh, you get to the Pier Hotel in Port Melbourne sometime in July. I reckon just hit it for a couple of Saturdays in a row. You're guaranteed to hit um, the Wizard's birthday at some point. I think it's going to be worth your while. I reckon it'd be pretty fun, actually. I. I don't know, man. Like July, mate. What yeah. if it'd be a fucking great night? It would be fun if you could kind of. I mean, how hard would you think it'd be to kind of lag your way in, like to kind of go? Oh no, sorry, I haven't got the invite. Not on the guest list, but you know, you know. All me. right, if you okay, so basically the best way to do it is if you have uh, white croc skin shoes, yep. a tarot cash suit with a white shirt that's. You pop the collars on, yeah, and maybe a bit of bleach blonde hair, yeah. I reckon they, and then you look walk around like you're lost with a little bit of a present under your arm, yeah. And they'd be like, "Oh, you after Warwick's birthday?" And you're like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Just through there, mate." And you go, "Love you like a brother." And then they go, "But you are from Tasmania." <laughs> That's Warwick's brother. And then you're brother. fucking straight in. <laughs> like I don't think it'd be that difficult to to sneak your way into a Warwick Kappa party. And also because I imagine, you know, they've listed what six people there. Uh, of the, there's 294 spares, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But I reckon you could kind of, you could easily float amongst them and just be like, oh yeah, I played two games for South Melbourne in '84. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I um I lived next to David Rhys Jones for a month, and he said to come. 
Three hundred yeah. people is a lot for a birthday party. I got a I got a souvlaki from the souvlaki hut once. Yeah, sure. I'm Indiana. He's twenty nine year old son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as popular as Wayne Carey. They're like, come through, mate. What are you doing? Um, anyway, junk timers. As as we always say on the show, get around it. Get around it. It's going to be great. I'll tell you who's not very popular, or is probably less popular than Wayne Carey at the moment, is Jason Horn Francis. Now, mm. he, for the first time, is coming up against his old team, North Melbourne, this weekend. And I think the AFL have missed a trick with this one. For some unknown reason, they've put Port Adelaide v North Melbourne. They've put it in Tasmania. Yeah. So even though there's been a whole thing about booing this week, they've kind of missed an opportunity for a villain to return against his old side. Uh-huh. And they've sent it... You know, interstate and just kind of missed an op- a marketing opportunity. Yep, yep, yep. Because we don't have rival round anymore, do we? No, we don't actually. That so is a really good point. That was great rival round. This would have been a perfect week. I mean, they had to stretch for a few of them. Like they kind of go, you know, Hawthorne yeah. and Carlton Collie, but then they're like, Ugh, I mean, you know, the Suns and the Giants, they don't like it. Yeah. Much, you know? I mean, some of them didn't stand out like the country game between Essendon and, and Geelong, where you're like, oh, of course, yeah, it's country round. Yeah, uh, Essendon <laughs> and Geelong. That's what I always think of when I think of those two teams. <laughs> you know, the um, the tumbleweeds just rolling down the streets of Parkwell yeah. Street. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the That's right. That's right, yeah. So a Queensland brewery has brought out a beer mm. called Hashtag Ice Bath Lager. Yep. And it's got Jason Horn Francis in a North Melbourne decorated ice bath holding the froth. Mm, of course. And Port's come out against it, and uh, this is an email reportedly from Power CEO Matthew Richardson. No relation. No. Uh, told the brewery, this is not light-hearted fun, as he put it. The AFL and the AFPA have been informed. You should remove any use of Jason's image immediately and any reference to him. And no, we are not interested in your offer in any way, because they offered to send a couple of, <laughs> a couple of slabs of frothies to Port. And what I love is the press release from the brewery, uh, from White Label Brewing, that kind of tries to sell their side of the story. And it says, the idea behind the beer was for it to be a bit of an icebreaker for the hot topic, which is running a market the AFL and social media. It's a bit of a tongue-in-cheek look at not being professional because that was the last straw for North. And then the guy goes on to say, I wasn't doing this as a way to get back at him. I'm not doing this out of spite. Probably the opposite, if anything. So the opposite of spite would be to really pump someone up. Yeah. This is hardly pumping up. Jason Horn Francis. It was done to try and diffuse the situation between the two supporter groups in the media. What did they think? Like Port and North fans were going to share an ice bath hashtag ice bath lager and be like, ah, oh, he's at your team now, but good luck to you. Well, maybe that's the idea in um in Hobart. Like over the weekend, like they get mm. together and like maybe they should have a keg of the ice bath lager. Uh, And so Port fans and North fans could finally end that bitter feud (laughs) that we've all known of since the the 2007 prelim final when Warren Treadray took that bow. And finally they can start, you know, making making some – building bridges, Adam. Yep, making amends. They can come together and then post-game – they can head down to the Salamanca markets um, on the Sunday morning and buy a moon cup together to show (laughs) their (laughs) – but how did they think this was going to work when they thought that they'd send this to Port Adelaide? Like, at which point did they go, oh, fuck, it's backfired on us. Oh, uh, yeah. This thing, this thing completely poking fun at a bloke that they've picked up and have had to defend for, like, the last seven weeks. Oh, it's blown up in our faces. It's kind of funny, too. It's a Queensland brewery by the fact, like, I feel like they're kind of jumping in on an argument that's not really their thing. 
Yes, like, that if is you a feel good like point, this, yeah. like a Victorian kind of South Australian thing, and like Queensland's come in and going, no, 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 we'll sort this out. It's like, no, mate, no, you got nothing to do with this. Fuck off back to Fortitude Valley. Yeah, you're just trying to make uh, money out of it. And I, I think it's an absolute disgrace. And Junk Timers, if you are interested, uh, Michael and I are, of course, selling our uh, Low Dog Draft, mm-hmm. which is available, and the Shit Bloke Bitter. So yep. grab yourself a couple of cans of those and uh, enjoy the game on the weekend. Now, do you reckon the uh, beer is actually a novelty beer at all? Or do you think it's just like regular beer that they've just kind of poured into a can? Because, we, I mean, we obviously have a vested interest in novelty beers over the journey, like last year's Chicken Salt oh, Beer God. from um, Big Shot Brewery. Oh, of course. Brewery. Of course. Sorry, yeah. I thought you were going to bring up the uh, Carlton, the September, what was it, the September special or whatever. Oh, wait a second. What was that one? Carlton Draft brought out a Carlton uh, can that had, like, the blues on it for September. And, of course, we famously didn't quite... I did not know that at all, yeah. So we had the chicken salt beer last year that we got a couple yes. of cans from a junk timer for the, and we yep. taste tested at the live show. Mm. Um, so they went, they kind of got, they went early? Well, yeah, because they had to, I think because you have to print them so far ahead, which is kind of interesting that this ice bath lager, I don't know how quickly they turned it around. But anyway, CUB brought out this beer and they had to, I think, print it in like July. So yep. Carlton... You know, just before halfway point, we're eight and two. So they, CUB went, let's print this uh, limited edition run of really? uh, beers with a blue can. I've got a six pack uh, here at Wayne Jackson Studio. Just to kind and of torment you, or is that like kind of the, a bit like almost like you kind of put the, the a p- a picture of your, your enemy on the wall? Like, is that kind of to make you feel bad and inspire you? Well, it's kind of, you know, that thing where you're like, hopefully they'll be ironic in a few years. When ah, I gotcha. Oh, you win the froth. Flag. You win the championship and then you can have a few froths, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, of course, at the moment it's just sitting there mocking me from the mm-hmm. from the um, uh, the book the bookcase. And I've always found that, um yeah, beer just stagnant, just sitting around. It ages mm. very well. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to getting in, stuck into that. But, yeah, I... I I wonder how the chicken salt beer is travelling. We haven't heard a lot since it first came out. Well, it was a short run, so they haven't done a great... Like, it's not like a permanent thing. So yeah, okay. I think we actually basically got the last of it. Um, and I think we gave it... If you go back in the archives of, what, September of last year, uh, we gave it um, a, a glowing review mm. if mm. you take out all of the words that we said. <laughs> if you ignore the fact that I said it was like getting... Uh, like someone had eaten a whole chicken and then bukkakied on you. Yeah, I think our f- guest, our friend of the show, Damien Fleming, said uh, even Booney wouldn't fucking drink that. <laughs> <laughs> you know who might drink uh, either of these beers is Matt Rowell. Now, Matt Rowell, uh, some vision went flying around social media this week of Matt Rowell. So it wasn't the game that they just played in the Gold Coast, but at Marvel the previous week. Before the game, kind of on his haunches, uh, pre-game, so he's in like his shorts, but the, the kind of warm-up top, Leaning down, picking up some grass, and then just chewing it, and then eating the grass, and properly eating it. Now, yeah, I think I saw Caro on Footy Classified, and she said she had it confirmed that it was actually a pre-game thing. In that he will eat the grass at the game before the game, and then she did she did quick sums and said that he'd maybe eaten grass at eighteen different games. I mean, that's 
Is that a record? Do we know if has it been beaten? Well, I kind of wonder, like, when are we going to get a report on, like, which grass is best? Like, what That's what goes with what? Point. How do I pair my wine with mm. my – what stadium grass do I need to – is it yeah. a red? Is it a white? Do I have yeah, yeah. beef? Do I have chicken? Like, yeah. Is it, it mid-strength? What am I doing? Is we, it chicken salt beer? What it, do I have with this? We could be opening a franchise of restaurants like the Matt Rao um, – mm. you know, get oh. – Get, yeah. If there isn't, if the AFL kitchen and bar doesn't offer up a plate of grass, <laughs> the Matt Rowe plate of grass for fucking for vegans, then oh fuck, you've missed an opportunity, Gil. On your way out, Andrew Dillon, fucking tune in, mate. We're on board. And so I can go into, like a gentleman, I can go into mm. the AFL kitchen bar at Tullamarine Airport. I can walk in. I can get a seat. I can get the Shane Mo Woden seat because yep. they've got the seats <laughs> on the back of on the back yep. of the names of Brownlow medalist. I can walk in, look at the menu, mm. and I say, "Garcon." <laughs> <laughs> um, I will have uh, an entree of Kazali Stadium. Mm. Uh, I will then uh, <laughs> for my main. I will have. Uh, uh, Adelaide Oval. Uh, of course. Yeah, with a side of curly whirly fries. Yeah. And then for dessert, uh, if um, if I may, I might have uh, your University of Tasmania Stadium, mm. um, medium, medium <laughs> rare, <laughs> medium, but with part of the with part of the white line. If well, I, I wonder, could, like, dessert. does he eat the chalk bit? Like, you know, is that bad for you? Like, if I if I kind of you know broke into the MCG right now mm. and started mm. just. Chowing down on the wing, <laughs> trying yep. to get the Toyota sign. Yep, is that yep. is that going to be bad for me? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Apart from the police yes. and the, the mental yeah, health yeah, people and following beaten up and stuff. But remember, like when we were playing footy, it was they used to use lime, wasn't it? And they'd walk that thing around the ground, and it would be like it would like drop out and kind of. If you were standing downwind of it, you would just cop a little bit of it, you know, as it kind of blew away. I had a friend who uh, years and years and years ago, but they actually kind of had a reaction to the lime. Like they rolled over the boundary line and like it kind of, the lime kind of burnt them. Like it had a mixture <laughs> of kind of water Isn't or that famously what they used to get rid of bodies in movies and stuff? Oh, that's right. Didn't lime like deteriorate the body when they got yeah, thrown exactly. into mat- yeah. like during the plague or whatever? Yeah, yeah, so basically, you the guy who marked out the ground, you don't want to cross him because fucking all of a sudden you've gone missing. We're but one short. What happened to fucking Davo? But what fucking thought process was like, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. just get that dust that just deteriorates <laughs> bodies in yep. mass graves. Yeah, let's just put that around the football ground. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. What did we replace? What was it replacing? Oh, asbestos. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah let's roll sure. with that. Okay, cool. Um, Can I smoke it? <laughs> course you can now just before we get to footballers in real life one thing that caught our eye during the week that made me fucking laugh a lot the mcg parking now when have you ever driven to the say in the last 20 years driven to the mcg to go to the footy not for a long time um yeah no it, it definitely has never been a priority in my choices like it's always been a train ride or um or, you know walking to the ground or whatever because it's so convenient right yeah just by the yeah. fact like it's yeah it's you it's an ordeal to get in. It's an ordeal to get out. You know, it's yes. no Waverley, but it's an ordeal still. Yeah. So the Melbourne uh, Cricket Club, so the MCC, who are in charge of the parking around the ground, and often, most times when you kind of go after, say, round three, it, I remember it just being shut because it just turned into a fucking quagmire. Well, yeah, and also depends on, like, what the weather is. So if it rains a great heap on a Friday night, they go, we're shutting half of it because you're going to get bogged and you can't get in or out. Yeah. 
Now, the MCC, in their infinite wisdom, introduced, and this is, this is a great idea, a prepaid system. So mm -hmm. normally you'd uh, rock up on the day, hand over your 10 bucks, and they go go down there, park you know next to that car down there. Uh, the prepaid system that was intended to be in place from round seven onwards in an attempt to reduce congestion. I don't know how that's supposed to work. I suppose if you didn't get a ticket, you couldn't go in. Yeah. Uh, but this is the bit that you know all fans would have loved. Fans were required to pre-book parking via one of our favourite websites of all time, yep. Ticket Tech. Yep. And who has... No one's ever had an issue with booking anything on Ticket Tech, And also, ever. when you say, you know, hand over your 10 bucks and then you've got to yeah. go to Ticket Tech to buy a ticket, and yeah. I'm sure, out of the goodness of their heart, mm. the, uh, the, the the kind people at Ticket Tech <laughs> were like, you know what, the price is 10 bucks. We're not going to no. add anything to that. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not going to fatten that up for the people who are parking no, at the MCG. No. For that transaction that costs yeah. us nothing and mm. there's no physical ticket to be no. exchanged, we had the goodness of our heart from the, from the ticketed father yep. <laughs> family. No additions. So the uh, MCC very quickly uh, wound that back and now it's just back to the old system. But my favourite bit about it, uh, the MCC released a statement on Wednesday saying that it, uh, it had reviewed feedback from fans. <laughs> now, I would love to have read that feedback because that would have been like, you fucking <laughs> idiots. What the fuck are you doing? We tried to come down. We couldn't get a fucking... T Mate, yeah. the review, those... The feedback would have been sensational stuff. Dude, I mean, I wonder, because I remember seeing a tweet that week, I think, when they, they, there was a tweet from the MCG saying, you know, we've changed the car parking thing. And I was like, that is not fucking enough. Like, <laughs> this needs to be like a, a three-year campaign. Just like yeah. billboards, like, almost like when there's an election coming up and it's like, here's how you vote, here's how you register. Like, it needs to be like, and also that feedback. I don't think we want to hear the online stuff. We want to hear uh, the feedback that yeah. the, the men and women in the blue coats <laughs> got. <laughs> Someone went to hand over 10 bucks and they were like, nah, nah, prepaid. If we had audio recordings of that, that would yeah. that would shock a sailor, I yeah. would imagine. <laughs> I imagine you're given that feedback as you've backed over them for the third time. <laughs> it's going, yeah, well, here's your fucking ticket, mate. You fucking <laughs> Like if they didn't have security near those people that day, like that is yeah. a, a failure of the MCG because they would have absolutely copped it. Yes, and the MCC said uh, this new model presented a range of unforeseen challenges <laughs> that have since been reviewed. Really? Yeah. You couldn't fucking foresee that? Yeah, it's really weird that people are very willing to call someone a cunt within <laughs> 1.5 seconds. Uh, anyway, uh, get down to the G, support it. Uh, no, head down to the car park, guys, and uh, <laughs> keen on Bo's car. Hey, uh, footballers in real life, Adam? Hit me. Uh, from Jeff, I've got a football in real life for you. My wife and daughter were recently picking up some groceries from the Baldwin East Coles. Mm. Sounds like someone is doing very well after a session at the local yoga studio. Hello. Yes, we are doing very well. My Indeed. daughter is a Carlton supporter, thanks to me, and my wife is indifferent about football. Whilst going through the self-checkout, my daughter noticed a tall young man with a great tan in the very next checkout bay and realised it was none other than the son of former Methodist Lady College House Prefect, co-host of Sale This Entry, and Chemist Warehouse Spokesperson, Joe Silvani, current Carlton Forward and Utility, Jack Silvani. Jack was going through self-checkout uh, with my daughter, and my daughter can report that he was buying uh, 
Barilla number five pasta, along with some other essential ingredients. I imagine oh. pasta for the you know the night before the match, surely. And also, he's got to, mate. He's Italian. He can't buy anything else. If he's if someone sees him buying a pie, they'll be like, mate, what are you doing? Now, is Barilla kind of a, a kind of a, 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 you may not question without notice. I'm sorry, but mm, is Barilla pasta like question a, without notice? Is that a good pasta or a bad pasta or a cheapo pasta or? I don't think it's a cheapo. I think it's kind of you're like you're in the know. You're like no, I'm in the I'm into the barilla. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. My daughter didn't hassle him, and my wife was of course oblivious to what that was going on. Uh, and Jack was allowed to proceed with his purchases without any requests for surf, uh, for selfies. So that's nice. He's quite a striking young man, Jack Silvani. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, you know, his parents are too. You know. Oh, absolutely. I can see where he gets it from. Uh, it's like breeding a horse, mate. You know, good genes, both sides. Gotcha, thank you. <laughs> From Trent, uh, I went with my wife and my three-year-old son to the local pool. We're doing very well wow. in Melbourne Southeast. Uh, uh, G E S A C. So what that was that, that would be? G- the, is it Geesack? Is that what they call it? Uh, maybe uh, would it be Great Eastern South Aquatic Centre? Yeah, perhaps. Maybe on the morning of Easter Tuesday, uh, when we arrived, there were a large group of tall men lying in the toddler pool. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly suspicious, I took a closer look and recognised a few Hawthorne players. For us, ah, this CJ, is all fallen into place. Reeves. This, yeah, Actually, this makes South sense. East, that, that's Danny Waverley, right? And yep. plenty of no names. The whole team were there doing recovery after their smashing by Geelong the previous day. Oh, we don't talk about that. Uh, not only were they weirdly all in the toddler pool. Uh, with my son walking and splashing around as they lay in the water, they are also going on two big water slides. I might check out this fucking swimming pool. Yeah. Uh, being a big fan of water slides, I joined them in the queue, thinking they're open to the public early in the morning as it was school holidays. While waiting my turn, I asked CJ and Reeves if this was a normal recovery session. They didn't give me much, but said, not really. Uh, I did one water slide and then came back to the toddler pool. Well, wait a second, I hope. I hope someone was looking after the toddler in the pool while <laughs> your wife was there. Cool. The wife's there. Cool. <laughs> uh, soon after, the Hawks players all started getting out and going to the change room. The pool staff then closed the water slides. I couldn't believe it. The Hawks had hired out the water slides just for the players to lift their spirits <laughs> after getting hammered the previous day. It did look like it worked. The players really enjoyed the slides. Maybe it's the way to keep the players happy while they tank their way to a number one pick. Well, there you go. That is, I think that's one of the greatest footballers in real life we've ever had. That is a lot of fun. The swimming pool. Um, looking at it now, it's out mm. in Bentley East. Okay. Oh, it is a lovely leisure centre. Um, I am a big fan of a water slide. Have you been to like Wet n Wild and stuff like that? Have you done that? Uh, no, I'm shit scared of heights. So I just getting up there is no good for me. Uh, here we go. Glen Arrow, a sports and aquatic centre. Oh, look at that. Oh, there's a a, bl- a lovely little kind of loop-de-loop. Um yeah. Not 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 like kind of loop de loop like you do a three hundred and sixty, but like kind of just like oh uh, oh look at this beautiful place, like a corkscrew kind of yeah. Slide. Oh, get down to Glenara. Oh my God, this is amazing, beautiful. Mate, you should go down there, hang out with the Hawthorne boys in the <laughs> yeah, toddler pool. There, yeah. It'll give you an excuse to be in the toddler pool again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if Hawks have a bad loss, like you know where I'm going the next morning. <laughs> I'm going down to the yeah. pool. And then the toddler pool. You're going to hit the road. We are Junk Time Alpha Pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the ground. Go. Go blue.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.